Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Stamp and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me, as always, is the man with the plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Yourself? Can't complain, man. It's, uh, well, we're almost midweek here, and uh, Raw's in the bag. We're almost there. Crown Jewel is actually looking pretty good. Um, Raw was really fun last night, too, actually, to be fair. Uh, one of the better yeah, ones that bad. I've seen in a while. Um, let's get into Raw. Should we get into Raw? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So Raw opens up with uh, Bianca Belair defeating Nikki Cross, who is no longer Nikki Ash. Um, I, I, the only thing I'd say about this match is I thought they would give us a little bit more on Nikki and her going back to her old character and whatnot and losing the gimmick and whatnot, but they really didn't do any of that. They just went straight into the match and, you know, we saw shades of old Nikki, you know, the, the kind of psychotic looking version of her. She's kind of back to that again. So interesting. And I don't even know where she stands because she's beating everybody up. So she's not kind of aligning herself with one side and she's not aligning herself with the other side. So kind of curious to see what they're going to do with that storyline and, you know, where they're going to go with that. With her. Yeah, she just sitting on the fence in between. So I guess they can move her either way, I guess. See how yeah. the crowd react. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, after the match, damage control attacked Bianca, but Oxa, Asuka and Aleska Bliss returning from injury or whatever they were returning from are back in action and they make the save and more of those guys as this thing goes on. Um, backstage afterwards, Dakota Kai, Io Sky and Asuka and Alexa Bliss uh, is made for the main event for the titles. The titles will be on the line at the end of the show. Yep. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley brawled and had to be separated by raw talent and backstage people and their so-called security guards. Um, I liked the segment. I thought it was cool. Uh, each guy's kind of gotten the better of each other, you know, more so Bobby, making him look strong, which just leads me to believe that Brock's going to probably end up winning him. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's going to be a fun match. I mean, I don't know. I, I can see Bobby taking it too, though. It's, I think Bobby, it's Bobby's already taken one. Yeah. Right. And Bo Bobby's already kind of put him through a few, you know. Um, but I can see Bobby winning this kind of like they did with um, Cody Rhodes and Seth. Where Cody took two and then Seth got one. Maybe they give Bobby another one. They can just keep this going. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't see with, with, with Brock. With Brock, it's hard because I mean he kind of comes in for you know he only fights four times a year. So I mean, how how much of a story can you develop with that? It's kind of like a one off almost at this point, in my opinion. Anyways, like unless Brock is deciding to stay, and I think the only reason Brock is even doing anything is he's obligated to. To be fair, I don't think he wants to do anything anymore. Not without Vince there, it doesn't seem that way. But who knows? Maybe he had a change of heart. We don't really know what's on yeah. behind. But I can see Bobby taking it though. I'm not yeah. saying you will, but I wouldn't be shocked. Well, Hard we can we can make our be awesome to watch. Yeah, no, we'll make some predictions at the end of this, and then uh, we kind of kind of go from there. United States champion Seth Rollins now shining with the shiny blonde hair. Yes, yeah, uh, a huge huge change there for him. Got the Hollywood Hogan look with both sides as a topper. He's got the blonde hair and the black beard. Reminded me a little bit of Hollywood, a small version of Hollywood Hogan a little bit. Yeah, um, probably better, but <laughs> in my opinion. But um, I don't know. Seth Rollins, do you think he's going to become face here soon? I think it's, it's he's slowly transitioning to, to become a fan favorite again. I mean, the crowd's into him. Even if he doesn't want them to be organically, he's becoming a face. He is, yeah. He's, well, he puts good, good matches and he's always wears those 
goofy clothes, goofy suit. Sometimes he wears it looks like he's wearing his wife's clothes. Some of those jackets are barely past his belly button. So yeah, I think I think you're right. I think he's starting to win some people over again. Yeah, no, I think so. And and I mean, he fought as a face last night, anyways. Like he he kind of took that role on, anyways, more against Theory, who they're trying to keep as a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah, Theory. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, he won last week. Yeah, that's true. For what it's worth, against a guy who probably needed to win more than him and Ali, but maybe uh, that's right. Maybe Seth's right when he has interviews off, like when he's not in character. Wins and losses don't mean much like they used to. But the new fans, everybody's five minutes. You know, we're the ADHD generation where we on to the next thing. We don't think about wins and losses. Maybe I'm looking into it too much, and fans don't care. Maybe Seth's no, right. No, I, I don't think you're wrong, and that's not my generation, by the way. Uh, yeah, and I'm saying like for the average person, we're all about YouTube and TikTok. Well, and I mean, Let's just look at everything. Let's just look at it from this perspective, okay? We have people's attention spans to be so horribly short that they yeah. want to change baseball, that they want to change cricket. Like I'm using cricket as an example because cricket to me is, you know, they've, they've, they've made variations of the game to make it go faster mm-hmm. because people don't want to sit there and watch a proper match anymore. Yeah, that's right. right? Yep. So, you know, in terms of storylines, where a storyline could last almost a year and you get that payoff at WrestleMania, you know, people don't have that attention span anymore. I mean, they don't want to wait. They want it now. Yeah. We're, we're living in the dumps, dumps generation, right? Yeah. And I blame, Great. I blame YouTube shorts and I blame TikTok and I blame um, those kind of platforms with the short reels and stuff. I mean, if that's what anyone's watching these days, to be honest. I mean, how can anyone sit through a movie? Right? I don't think a lot of people do, man. That's why they do it on Netflix. They forward to stuff they don't like. Yeah. Like, so, so from that perspective, it, it's it's unfortunate. But mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is not wrong. We are living in nope, a society nope. that wants everything right now, today, blah, 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 blah. Roman. Yeah. Let's stop here before I get in trouble. Uh, Roman comes out. Finally, he hasn't been on Raw in a little while. He cuts a promo. I like, oh, I nice like, I like how they're selling this because, to be fair, man, there is no way in hell that Logan Paul should stand a chance. There's no way, right? No, nothing. Should... That's what they say about Jake. Look what he did on the weekend. But we'll get to that on Thursday. But yeah. Anyways, um, but we're talking about wrestling here. Yeah, I know. Right? No, I know. I'm just you saying. Um, but, but, but. You know, but I like how they're selling it, though. This is the thing, you know, with 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 Paul Bear kind of talking about how he's got, you know, metal springs or whatever in his right hand from breaking it or whatever. And that's what he's hitting people with and knocking them out. Now, I don't think there could be enough metal in your knuckles to knock someone out. Is that possible? I don't think so. But they're selling the story as such, like he knocked out Jey Uso and, and whatnot. So, I mean, they're building yeah. it really nice. I'm actually, you know... I'd be very surprised if Logan wins because he shouldn't. It doesn't make I sense doubt it. to win. And, you know, it, it kind of. I, I Honestly, I don't think he gets like a 5% chance of winning, but I would love it if he did. I would love to see him win. It would turn the internet wrestling community upside down. They'd be going nuts. So it would be beautiful to see. It's not going to yeah. happen, but I would love it. He's going to put on a good show, though. He's going to be No, no, I, I'm, I'm assuming that. Spots. I think I think there'll be some good spots, a good match. But Reigns retains. Right? He, he, I think he has to, right? I mean, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, if you're going to lose to somebody, you don't lose to Lashley, or sorry, to to him. It's not, um, no, he, he's not going to lose to WrestleMania. I think no. Cody Rhodes is going to win the Rumble and take on Reigns and take the belt from that Mania, like I've been saying. But we'll I, see. 
again, until we know what The Rock's doing, that probably makes the most sense, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But if if Rock is coming back, then we have to kind of look at the whole thing again. Like, okay, who's going to yeah. drop what title? Is one title going to be dropped? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, there's so much time here still, right? Yeah. I mean, look how they fixed the Ray problem. I didn't even think about moving Ray to SmackDown. Yeah. For along that fight. Uh, so Roman comes out and they're talking about, you know, the whole thing that we were just talking about. And they're interrupted by The Miz, who offers his services, says, hey, I'm the one who brought in Logan Paul. I'm the one who fought him. I know how much power this guy has. Why don't you help me with Dexter Loomis and I'll help you with Logan Paul? I guess for Roman, didn't care for it too much. He wasn't feeling too oozy about it. So uh, he's kind of gave him a Superman punch and knocked him out. And that was kind of the end of that segment. Uh, we see The Miz backstage now putting an ice pack to his face. Ali comes in, taunts him, goats him into the match. And uh, that match is all set up for later on tonight. Um, Carl Anderson defeated Damian Priest. Now, this is an interesting thing about Carl Anderson. He is supposed to be fighting in New Japan the same day that he's in Saudi Arabia, defending his no-weight open title. So this is really interesting because he's no-showing it but they're not stripping him of the title either. Wow. So they're going to hope that he does come back and, and, you know, defend the title and then they'll take it off him that way. That being said, Triple H is opening the door a little bit to allow some of the wrestlers in different promotions. Now, I don't know if you heard about Shinsuke. He's going to be fighting against great Muda in Japan I, I for, a, for a Noah show that uh, they specifically asked for. They, they wanted Shinsuke to come out there. So for those who don't know, great Muda is, an uh, absolute legend. If you don't know him, go check him out. Guy's been around forever. He's on his retirement tour. And it all ends this January or later this year in the Tokyo Dome at one of their big, big shows. So he's kind of going around having his last matches and whatnot. And one of them was he wanted was Wyshynski. So Triple H and the team down there now have opened that door and to allow him there. So I'm thinking the same thing for... Uh, Carl Anderson here now. Like, will they allow Probably. him to go back and, you know, what have you and go from there? Carl's always uh, going to pick WWE. It's the big dance, the more money. I mean, I don't blame the guy. Got to go where the money is, right? Well, he's been back and forth, right? I mean, that's the one thing I think a lot of guys, they want to stay in WWE, but they want to have the freedom to go to New Japan or AAA and whatnot. And I think now Triple H and the current team. Yeah, but the only problem with that is the flip side is that is like, you let these guys go and they get hurt. I mean, Carl Anderson's not a big star, but let's just say he goes and breaks his neck in New Japan. Then you're paying him all this money, WWE can't go for you. That's a problem with that. It's like if you play in the NFL, you're not going to go play in the CFL or USFL. You're strictly for that. That's a problem with that. These guys are going to get somebody's going to get hurt. It's not going to be good. I don't think it's a good idea. Well, I think these things are negotiated when they put the contracts together in terms of what happens. So if someone does get hurt on a rival show, I believe my understanding is is that some of that would be paid by the other company. Why as would well. you, why would Triple H even want these guys to go to other promotions? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I don't well, know what he's thinking. Like it brings more fans to them, but like I, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't, I, I don't think this has anything to do with cross promotional, um, cross promotional kind of expectations or or trying to get the name out that way. This is just a match that you know 
Shinsuke has been great for the company. He's done everything they've asked. No, I'm not just being that, but you, if um, you start letting your stars control where they're going and they're going to go this motion that, you're going to end up like the NBA or AEW where the guys are controlling what happens. You're going to have utter chaos. Yeah, but I don't think that's that the way. case. I don't think WWE would do it that way. It'd be a talent loan. They used to do that with Smoky Mountain all the time in USWA back in the 90s. You would see yeah, the but- Undertaker go down to a USWA and then you'd see guys come up from that side as well. So I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's but so much- needs NFL. You know what? Right. Again, the wrestling community is I'm, so small. There's so many guys that want to be. Do I get why he's things. doing it? I'm not knocking him, but what I'm saying is he's slowly starting to let these guys have more and more and more control. You see what happens to the NBA? These guys don't feel like playing, they don't play. Next thing you know, you got guys like CM Punk. It's a slippery slope he's going down. So I hope he knows what he's doing with it. We'll see what happens, how it plays well, out. I, I think he knows what he's doing. And then where do you draw the line if Carl Anderson knock him more do Why can't Miz do it? Why can't Seth Rollins do it? Well, in, in, the ca- in the case of Carl Anderson, he was already their champion. No, I get it. So they but signed him leave, when he was leave. already doing it, right? So, you know, I mean, again, I'm not there backstage. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it, but I get where you're coming from as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. let's we'll see, see what happens. But... Let's see what happens, right? We don't know. I mean, we're just kind I of... I get Triple H is trying to be the new hip guy in town and appease everybody with that. When wrestling with these kind of guys, if you could back a backfire on you real quick. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. Tony Khan found out. So yeah, but Tony Khan's a jackass. So no, I know. I'll leave it at that. He has no clue. At least Triple H knows the business. He does, but he's got to be careful. Well, Well, like again, we'll see how it goes. All right. So JBL comes out and uh, he talk, and I love JBL because he's saying everything that I think is so true. Uh, He he breaks down the millennials and the GZers, and you know, just tells them how he he they've turned Texas into an embarrassment and. There are cardinal culture and a safe space culture and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, way to go. Like all he ever talks about is Texas everywhere else. So the time he's in Texas, premium heel, man, because the fact that he's able to turn his own people against him, that he's praising everywhere else across the country. The one line that he did say is like, you know, America, you can thank Texas for allowing them into the United States. So yeah, yeah. he's been good. Him and Dan Lambert have cut some of the best promos of the year so far, those two guys. Uh Lambert, I'll say he's done some good ones. I think JBL's okay. I won't say he's been is Lambert even still around. No, he's kind of gone back to uh American top team now for a while. Too bad because man, he he's great on that stick. Well, no, he called it himself. He said, Look, there's nothing really here for me to do. I don't want to overstay my welcome. Um, if something comes up that's worth my while, I will because the longer I stick around, it's not going to be as entertaining because people will be used to it, right? It was good though. Yeah, I know very, he was good. I, I, I will say Dan Lambert, but I would not put JBL's three promos up there with him. Not yet, no. Not yet. Um, all right, so that brings out Happy Corbin, and uh, guy looks like a clown like usual. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd be in a suit or something, but he was in his little jumpsuit. Our truth comes out; they do a little comedy gimmick there. It was pretty funny. It was really, um, it was awesome. really good. I love him. So, unfortunately, our truth got the shit kicked out of him at the end of it. But I mean, the segment was fun. It was. Uh, Matt Riddle defeated Otis in a trick or street fight. That was a fun match. I mean, that it was, was good. fun. Dude. That was really well done. You know, it was really fun to watch. The and, pumpkins and everything. Oh, everything. And just you know what? There's something about a fat man in a bow tie that just makes me chuckle. Yeah, and then right? Elias with the pumpkin on his head with that big right. belly sticking out. Oh, RKO with a belly. Or yeah. RKO with a pumpkin on your head? Who could have written that better? Yeah, that was great. Right? That was that's really my favorite part of Raw. Yeah. Mustafa Ali finally wins. Defeats the Miz. So there you go. We'll leave it at that. Um, 
Dexter Loomis tried to interfere and tried to kidnap him again. And then we go to the interview that exposes everything. I thought this was really funny, to be honest. Johnny Gargano? Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, So basically, it comes out that The Miz has been paying Dexter to kidnap him to build up, you know, to show he has a celebrity stalker and whatnot. Now, The Miz has not confirmed any of this, but it was a pretty funny segment. It was well done. He'd never seen anything like that. uh, Yeah, yeah. That was good. Now, what I'm saying here is probably one of the best matches on Raw this year was the main event with Alexa Bliss and Asuka going up against Damage Control. This match was really good. It was good. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the best matches of the year, just in terms of flow and momentum and just the energy and and the way these girls work together. The one thing I'd really like to see is Asuka and Eosky have a feud one-on-one. I think they would put on an amazing match because just watching them work, I mean, they were in sync and, you know, they're kind of shouting and, you know, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was just really, really fun. Um, But that ends Raw, basically. There you go. That's Raw. So here's the crown jewel breakdown. You ready? So we got Roman Reigns against Logan Paul. I think we both agree it's going to be a real fun match. Logan's going to get his legs in. He's going to make it really close. It's going to be a couple... Very close two counts makes you think, oh shit, this guy's actually might win. Couple high Ro- spots from Logan Paul too. Yeah, but I think Roman Roman will pull it out at the end, sure. and you know, so he'll remain champion. Yeah. Uh, U.S. title isn't on the line. The Intercontinental title is not on the line, I believe. But we do have um, Bianca versus um, Bianca versus uh, Bailey, Bailey? For, for for the uh, title again. So you, you know, I don't know. Does she lose it this time? What's going to go on? I think Bianca retakes it. What do you think? That's my prediction. Well, I mean, I thought initially she would retain, but now that the other two have been stripped, but it was just announced this morning that they're going to have a, a rematch from Raw for their girls' tag team titles as well. So you got okay. them going up. So, I mean, one of two ways. All three end up with gold or all three walk away with nothing. Bianca's yeah. Bianca's had the title now since Mania, right? Yeah. So maybe it's time for her to chase. Yeah, possible. I don't. Yeah, if Bailey's if you think Bailey's the one to run with the title, yeah, then she'll take well, it. Well, I, I think it's time because if you think about it now, she's lost twice now to Belair, right? And and in both instances, she was never pinned. One was a ladder match. Yeah. And the and the only time she's ever pinned her are on non-title matches or with a lot of heavy interference, right? But this is the last woman's standing match. So another gimmick match. So that should be kind of interesting. I tell you what, I think Bailey's gonna win. You could be. Could be right. I I, I think Bianca's gonna keep it, but I, I I'm 50 50 on it. All right, all right. Could be interesting. Um what else is that? final prediction? I'll take Bianca. Yeah, you'll take Bianca. Okay, I'll take yeah. Bailey. I mean, I want to see Bianca win. I like Bailey, Bianca as champion, but I just almost feel it's almost time to transition it a bit. Um, what else do we have here? Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. What are you making of that? I'm thinking Bobby's going to take it. I think Bobby, Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to go with Brock only for the fact that Brock is in and out. Lashley's kind of here. Yeah. So, you know, the only reason I would say that Bobby would win is the fact that they took the U.S. title off him to do this match. So though, so the reward be yeah, you'd get the victory over Brock, but then that means Brock has lost three in a row. 
Yeah, but I, I don't really think they, they, people pay attention to wins and losses as much. I think Bobby's going to win, and they're going to do, do this again, maybe at Royal Rumble. But I, I do, yeah, though. I, 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 it's not so much about wins or losses. It's just the character, right? Like, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar hasn't lost in 10 years, and all of a sudden he's on a three-match losing streak. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me to keep him losing that way, right? I mean, it finishes what Brock Lesnar is. It's like he, he can beat so. the, he can beat the crap out of all the little guys and everything else, no problem. But when it actually comes to actual facing talent or or characters that are at your level and you're not getting the job done anymore, what is that saying, right? And you don't yeah. want to take that luster off of Brock. I mean, he's an attraction. I mean, him coming back to fight to fight, you know, Bobby and what have you. Part of me was like, well, this has already been done, right? Brock has to win. You can't keep losing to the same guy. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just got a feeling Bobby's going to take us with now. Hey, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe the case. But, but then again, we are in Saudi Arabia and the princes kind of dictate who they want to see win, right? So, <laughs> I'd like to see Brock take it. Okay. What else is on this card here? What else do we have? I don't have any paper in front of me. Do you have any other matches that we know of? We got the OC and... Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. They, the, uh, the they, look like, they look like a bunch of guys standing in East Vancouver, man, that, that judgment day. Holy cow, they look... Like you're driving by East Vancouver, you see three dudes in a girls' center. That's what they look like with the tattoos and the ratty look. You know what I mean? I know that's what they're going for, but wow, what it's a molly working. looking crew! And it's I don't working. mean Vince Neil. Yeah, no, I no. guess it's working. They're doing their thing, man. I mean, they are what they are. I thought they would have had a girl in their faction by now. You know, I thought after last week's raw where they were talking about it and saying they have a Rhea problem. And, uh, you know, until they get a girl in a faction or something, I mean, she's just going to run buckshot. Too bad it's not like the 80s where you could actually punch the woman in the face still and give her a body slam, right? Somebody will join up with them. One female, something's going to happen here. I don't know what. But who do you think is going to take this? The OC or? Uh, I think. Boys from East Van. Um, I think I think the OC will win this just because they've been being run roughshod on it. Now, yeah. is Rhea going to be there? I don't know. She probably will be. I don't see why she wouldn't. I don't know. Saudi Arabia, this and that. So here's a question. Is Saudi Arabia different? Like, okay, Abu Dhabi, where UFC happens and boxing happens, mm-hmm. the girls don't have to wear full body suits in their matches. Yet for WWE, when they come, the girls have to be covered from head to toe. They had a little bit of skin out last night, didn't they? As a tank top on? No, no, it's still... A t-shirt with a long sleeve, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yet when I was watching boxing and I was watching the uh, UFC 280 out there, the girls were in their regular gear. Maybe because that's part of how they fight. I'm not sure because sometimes in wrestling you wear scantily clad uh, outfits, so to speak. Yeah, but the girls so, are wearing yeah. basically the same kind of things. Like you know, like when they're working, it's you know they're they're wearing more. I mean, you know, yeah, they're wearing the little underpants and whatnot but it's full body underpants it's not like thong or anything right yeah. i don't know how to explain that like they wear grandma underwear yeah i know what you mean they wrestle i'm just trying to find the right word for it i don't know they don't they don't play around Saudi Arabia, man. you don't want to break the law over there yeah but i'm just thinking they go to rehod so i guess i guess section to section it varies right like next time i think they need to look at abu dhabi and uh where ufc and those guys fight and not with the kind of money buddy prince is paying everybody they're not going to move it well and we got carrying cross versus uh drew mcintyre yeah uh cross steel cage yeah i'm gonna go cross on this one no no you know what? i'm gonna go drew 
Yeah, I'm going to go Drew on this one. Uh, he's just outside of that one segment. He's been had, you know, gotten the better of every time. Unless mm-hmm. Scarlet does something where she's been interfering constantly. Like between Scarlet and Rhea, they're causing a lot of trouble for people. Those they two are the other. We can have it. You know, they're doing pretty good for themselves. So, I mean, if Scarlet interferes somehow, then yeah, obviously. But I think Drew's going to win this one. Yeah, I think so. And then we got, uh, I agree with you on that. Then we got uh, Omos versus Braun. So that'll probably be a five-minute match. It's a quick. Yeah, I call that the washroom match. If you have to grab a snack or go to the can, that'd be your match to go, in my opinion. Well, it depends. I, I don't mind. See, I like the big boys out there, but who do you think's going to take it? Uh, I'll probably give it to Omos. Yeah, it's not going to be a, yeah, it's not going to be a arm It's not going to be pretty. No, just punching and kicking. Omos can't work. Let's be honest. He's just too big. He's just He's, too big. Exactly, right? Great colleague couldn't work. Like, I mean, all they had was that chop. Omos can move a little bit more than Great Kali, but not much. Uh, he can, but I mean, outside of running, you know, into someone in the turnbuckles and a big chop or a punch, the guy's got really one move. Yeah. Right? And good to have the giants around. It's good to have those big, big, big dudes like that. I like that. Just something a little adds to the spectacle of wrestling. Not all the little guys. Everything's little guys now, right? I like to see the seven foot three guys. You don't see that. Where else are you going to see seven foot three guys punching and kicking? Not no, nowhere. no, no. It's cool. It's cool. But like I said, man, it's a, I, I have zero expectations. It's not going to be a great match. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any expectations for it, unfortunately. Um, that's basically Crown Jewel, then, right? That's Crown Jewel. Wow, so no tag team titles on the line. No, no, the the, yeah, the, the uh, no, no, the men are fighting as well. Aren't the Osos defending against? Um, oh yeah, against uh, uh, Sheamus's crew. Sheamus's crew. That's correct. Ridge Holland and uh, Butch. The brawling brutes. The brawling brutes. So we got their title on the line as well. So no Ronda Rousey. She's not defending the SmackDown title. Um, so basically, we got one, two, three, four titles on the line. I think the brawling boots take it's time to get the belts off you so they had it long enough. Um potentially, potentially. I'm not saying they will, but that's what I'm saying. I'd like to see. What do you think? Uh I'm gonna go with the Usos only because they're just red hot right now, man. You can't touch them. Let's get into those guys right now. Like Sammy Zayn is doing fucking awesome with those guys. Yep. Like, if anything, he's making them harder than they actually are. Or would it be? I mean, he's a good entertainer, man. He may not look like much of a wrestler, but man, that guy's hilarious. He can wrestle good. Yeah, no, he's changed a lot of thinking right now because, I mean, the original plan was to have him and Owens team up together against the bloodline at some point here. But with everything that Sammy's doing, and, and fucking last Friday was something special. I don't know if you caught it or not. Or it did, yeah. He's that, that segment, you know, Jay's not feeling oozy. Yeah. I mean, all of them were cracking up. Like, I don't know any other guy in that locker room who could make everyone break character the way he has. He's funny, man. Right? He's like a Santino, but a better better worker than Santino, right? And 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 the funny part was is Roman started having fun with it because Jay wanted to get off the camera, but no, no, you stay here, right? You know, just trying to talk him down. That whole segment was gold, right? So it's I don't, good, yeah. I don't care what the tribal chief says, right? <laughs> And all of their faces like, oh shit. Like, they all got scared, right? And like, he's on fire. It's the best he's ever done in his career. He's on fire right now. I'm not happy for him. He's doing yeah. Well, well, the new year was the plan was to have him go against Reigns. You know, somehow this was all going to break apart and he would kind of defend against Reigns. And you know, I don't know if Sammy, like, 
He's good and I like him. He's funny, but I don't think he's quite on that level personally. For Matthew, Neither is Logan that. Paul. So they're going to, you know, if it, yeah, but, gonna, but Logan Paul's got millions of followers and huge fan base. Though, again, right? I'm talking about in ring work, right? Yeah, I mean, no, but if, if you're, right? you're going to do a program that way, you can do one with Sammy too. And the way Sammy's been going, I think it'd be a fun program. Yeah, I'm not saying that Logan, Sammy's a better wrestler than Logan, but Logan's a star. Sammy's not a star globe, like globally. Logan, the Paul brothers are huge all over the world. Logan Paul, I mean, Sammy's aim besides wrestling fans but nobody knows who he is so that's why logan paul getting this match that's how popular that he is it's not no, because i get a, that no it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, i get that it, it's it's, 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 a, it's all politics i get it it's, it's nothing to do with wrestling and has nothing Every to do wrestler with anything and WWE loves money the more they can make the more they're going to do it that's just how it is well, no. hey yeah i get it i get that completely all i'm saying is is basically i think the program if he and sammy were to work together it'd be a great story it'd be a fun story it, and i think fun. it would and okay. i think it would do great numbers too just based yeah, on maybe. everything that they've done so far, right? I mean, it's just been great. And I think it'd just be a real fun story to see. But I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon, only just for the fact that, uh, yeah, man. One day, Sammy might get a title shot. He might get that run. But it's, I just don't right. think he's quite on that level myself. Well, yeah. I love the guy, but I don't think he's quite on that level. Right, right. So, we'll see, though. Um, Carmella suffering a miscarriage. I thought we'd touch on that a little bit here really quick. She's had two in the last few months, I believe. Uh, she came public about it. Um, Non-releasing related, but respect to her for, for, you know, coming out and talking about it and whatnot. And uh, unfortunately, it's just a shitty situation, but she's not going to be the first. And unfortunately, she won't be the last to have to deal with this. So, you know, um, our thoughts go out from my thoughts and our thoughts go out due to them and hopefully yeah. they can figure their stuff out. Um, Sounds like it's time to adopt, right? If you have it a couple of times, why put you keep putting yourself through that and reach out to adoption? A lot of kids need good homes too. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't know. I know that sounds harsh to say, but like if you don't want to put your spouse in your body, it's hard in your body when you have those abortions too and the mental damage, um, not abortion, sorry, miscarriage, it's the, the trauma and stuff that comes with that. Sometimes it's better just to adopt and not go through that again. Not saying telling her what to do. I'm speaking in generalities, you know. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I hear that too. I mean, again, I, we're I lucky see it every we day don't in the line of work that I do. It's just like you know, some of our ex clients keep having trying to have kids, they keep having abortions, the miscarriages, and they're devastated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, other than that, we're all right, kind of caught up to what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Is there anything that I miss? Anything you want to bring up? When, what are they doing for SmackDown? Well, SmackDown was pre-taped. Okay, so it's ready to go. Okay. Yeah, so it's all ready to go. It's in the can. I'm not going to give the results. I already kind of know what's going to go down. Okay, I didn't so, check them yet. So basically, Raw was the last live show that they did. So basically, okay. everything that we saw last night is basically, you know, we're, we're just waiting for Crown Jewel now. Yeah. And what time is Crown Jewel going to be on our time? Crown Jewel will roughly start around here about, say, 9 a.m. Okay. Right. So, uh, yeah, just one of those another situations. At least it's on a Saturday this time and not on a Friday. Yeah. No, it's not bad. It's in the morning, but you can, if you miss it, you can do it. You got the network, just keep your art and watch it later. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I kind of will watch it though because it's kind of one of those shows that you want to see live. This is a good card. This is a really stock. Card. I think it's going to be a fun card. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement and, you know, there'll be some Couple surprises, surprises here. we haven't even thought about. No, no. Definitely. Right. So through and through, I think we're looking at something really, really good here. Uh, do you have a top five? Anything? I do. 
what are the what are your top five favorite movies with wrestlers in them like actual wrestlers yeah like real wrestlers that are like so like hulk hogan and old bard for example yeah um none of them have ever been really that good i guess i mean drax i never seen that what, i mean heard Gar- of that guardians of the galaxy oh with okay. batista um only because i'm a you know marvel guy and i like comic books so that that's probably one i mean quite frankly you know what uh john cena in uh peacemaker in that series was really good um i always liked that movie drive with the rock it's one of his early early ones that he did it was billy bob thornton in it as well uh, that was really good. He's basically this guy, they call him the ghost. He, okay. he basically gets out of jail and he goes on a revenge killing spree to kill all the people that killed his crew. Never seen it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I actually really liked it. So that's three. Um, you know what? John Cena did this other one where it was like a couple's retreat movie. I can't remember the Try name. Try to pick, pick only one wrestler once to make it a little more interesting for you. The, then that's it. I don't there were no one else that was good. Oh, you're missing out. You never seen Stone Cold's movie The Condemned? That was a good one. I didn't think it was that great, man. I thought it was really good. And then Hulk Hogan's got it. I like No Hold Bard just because of the time with Zeus. I guess so, good. but it was pretty campy. Like if you look back on it now, it was pretty crap. The Marine bad, the Marine movies. I never got into it, honestly, no. to be fair. Um, I'm only yeah, I never got into any of the WWE ones. I tried watching them, they just didn't look good. They just really bad. No, oh, the Marines, Marines high quality. They got some Hollywood producers in there. That's it's a level quality. I'm not saying it's a oh. level story, but uh, it's pretty. Well, good I'll go take a look. I'll go take a look. Like I said, I haven't, you know, really watched much of the WWE movies. I like that condemned movie, Stone Cold. It's over all on that island. They fight to the death or whatever. It's one of his best ones. Really? Okay, I'll check it out. Like I said, I never watched any of Stone Cold's work or anything like that on the big. I mean, screen. he's got. I thought he had some B, B level movies that came out. Don't recommend those. But his best one is the Condemned. It's really, really good. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Definitely. Yeah, that was a shitty part on my part, man. I only know the big ones, like, you know. And I was trying to think of the obscure ones that I really liked, right? Like, I mean, if you want to think about it, Batista as Mr. Hench and James Bond was pretty cool. You could say Andre the Giant, Princess and the Bride. You know what? That was a good movie as well. I didn't think about it. All right. Well, I tell you what, brother, man, let's wrap it up here. Let's call it a day. Uh, we'll come back to you guys on Thursday evening with our boxing. We'll talk a little Jake Paul and where does he go from there? Where does Anderson go from here? Uh, what's next for each guy? I'll tell you this much. I don't think he should fight Nate Diaz. I think that just that, you know, I hate to say this, but Nate Diaz will get beaten up by Jake Paul. Oh yeah. He's going to get pounded. So, which leads me to believe, and I'll leave this with you guys and I'll leave this with you, Mr. Michaels. I think it's time that he starts fighting boxers now. He will, but I think he's going to keep doing a couple more of these kind of fights. He's made. They got, he's by the way, they got 750,000 pay per view buys, and the Deontay Wilder fight got 75,000. So he got yeah. seven, uh, 675,000 more views than Deontay Wilder. That goes yeah. to show you the Paul brothers have. That's what no. I'm saying to casual people, right? You know, I get it, but you know what? I If we keep doing everything from the casual people, then you're going to start losing your fans. That's all I'm going to say to that. But, but he has he, more fans than Deontay, though. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if these organizations, if WWE, if AEW, if, if, if WBO, if Showtime, if Top Rank, keep just catering to the casual people, then you're never going to have your fan base 
proper. That's those that's, the hardcore's always stick around. It's just, it's all about money, boxing, wrestling. No, 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 no. I get it. And look, you know what? Jake Paul did an amazing job. I oh, yeah. I, I am gonna say it straight up from his last fight to his last fight to this fight now, he's looked so much better. He looks I good, mm-hmm. right? Like I'd call him a mid-level boxer now. Mm-hmm. He's good. Right? Yeah. And, and to be fair, any of those internet guys would be remiss or stupid to even go in the ring with him. They're just going to get the shit kicked out of him, which is why I'm saying now, Mr. Paul, start fighting boxers. You don't have to fight guys at your level. You can still fight boxers that are lower than you like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. But I think it's now is the time for him to start looking at actual boxers. He's He'll got enough skill. Because there's smack talk and Diaz's backstage slapping. Yeah, so yeah. But you know what? If, if that happens, that'd be awesome. And I think it'd be fun. But I, I'll be honest to say and it. And I got to say one thing. Classy guy, Anderson Silva. He said he was the better man. He won. He's tough. Like, he took the high road. Anderson Silva was first class after that loss. Took it gracious. And, you know, wasn't being rude. And. He's a classy guy. Gotta give him no, that. No, he lost. He lost. He lost. And he recognized that. And that's what you're supposed to do if you're a real champion, right? Exactly, you know, yeah. even if you don't have a belt and you're a champion, that's how a champion conducts himself, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I have newfound respect for Jake Paul, to be fair. Um, you know, I don't take back anything I ever said negative. I said on our last him. podcast, he's going to win by decision, right? I just knew. Yeah. It. Well, I'm not going to take anything. And thank away you, Jake from Paul. <laughs> like I just, yeah, I just like. I'm not saying he's my favorite boxer, but I just know like this guy works hard. If you ever watch his training videos, he's busting his butt training. So I, and he's big, he's strong, and he's young. He's only what, 25, 26. Yeah, so well, like I young. said, now it's hard. time. It's time for him to step up and start fighting boxes now, even if they're below him or lower lower level. He will him. eventually, but not right now. He's gonna fight Diaz first. Uh, let's see if that happens. I mean, I'm not sure. He's released now, right? He's done his contract with USC, so he should yeah, be free a free So I mean. Nate Diaz, put your mouth, you know, put your money where your mouth is. You talk a lot of smack. You start a lot of shit. Let's get in there and let's see what you can do. Now, that being said, after everything I said, watch. Nate Diaz kicks the shit out of him. (laughs) Anything could happen. Anything could happen. All right, brother man. On that note, I am Bobby Sampson. He is Chance Michaels. And the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. I am Bobby Sampson, and in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone have a great rest of your week. We'll touch base on Thursday. Good night.